This episode is brought to you by our Digital Marketing 101 class. This class will equip you with everything you need to know to get started on your very own advertising campaign from Facebook to Google. Welcome to the Wanda Creative Podcast, your guide to digital marketing. We'll be talking about everything from organic social media to paid advertising, as well as many other topics. So join us as we journey through the ever-changing world of digital marketing. Hey, hey, everyone. This is uh, Dan Russo with the Wander Creative Podcast. I am here with a good friend and marketer, Kira Miller. Give it up. Give it up for her. Um, Hello, Dan. How's it going? It's going pretty well. What about you? Super excited. Doing really well. Um, So Kira and I go... Pretty far back, you know, we worked together on a few campaigns, became buddies through it, and she's a wizard at all things marketing, advertising, good friend, remarkable person, all around. Well, thank you. All around good hang. Yeah, I would say the same about you oh, as well. Stop. I've missed hanging with you. I know. So. Yep. COVID. Ugh, seriously. We've all, we've all heard it too much. Yeah. Um, This week uh, is the importance of marketing to convert. So we are talking about digital ads, the importance of them, uh, maybe a little bit about the philosophy behind them as well, frustrations, which we've all had uh, while running, and everything else surrounding the general topic. So like I said, I'm joined by Kira Miller. Um, So tell us a little bit about your background with ads, just as like a brief context to who you are. So I... I really started doing ads when I worked with an artist directly for King and Country. I think initially when I started working with them, I was just doing more like social strategy and stuff, but we had a big tour um, and they just kind of threw me into it and were like, hey, we want you to run point on all ads. And I had never run ads before. So I was like, oh boy, here we go. But the great thing about them was they were really willing to um, spend money to bring someone in to help teach me. So I had... There was a guy um, actually from a Christ- Christian radio station who like came in and taught me ads, surprisingly, like wow. Christian radio station. Yeah, I was like, yeah. good job for you guys. But he was really good at ads and showed me the way. And then just throughout working with them, I met with a couple of different people and they showed me all of their strategies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's really where it started. Um, then I then I actually became a contractor and did like tour marketing for artists. Um, and a yeah. lot of that was doing digital advertising. Then I went to work for a marketing agency and did advertising for a lot of their musicians. Um, and then now I'm back to being a contractor and wow. doing ads there. So, yeah. What's it like to go from that, you know, agency life back to contracting? Is it like... It's great. Scary, freeing, awesome, <laughs> all was, the things. It was scary at first, yeah. for sure. Because, I mean, with the marketing agency, you have a stable income yeah. and everything like that. Um, but it's it's been really cool to like have the flexibility again and to honestly work with the types of people that I want to work with. Cause that's the thing with an agency, if you don't own it, or sometimes if you're not necessarily like seen as a partner in the company mm-hmm. then you don't have as much of a say in who you work with, you can work with some people you want to work with cause you'll bring them on as a client, but then there's right. other people that you don't really care to work with. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, and, and for those listening, Kira is, one of the most um like explorative advertisers i've ever so like you're curious and like i want to learn how to oh like this new thing happened i learned i mean you and i both kind of 
we're into the thick of Google kind of at the same time, the beast that it is. Yes. Um, And there was just a lot of like, I remember a lot of text conversations of like, have you like done, you know, like, like we both, yeah, Yeah. have you tried this thing? And like, we've done a lot of audience building, strategizing together and and stuff like that. Um, So kind of starting at the basics then, you know, what would you say is kind of like, what does it mean to have an ad that converts or have people that convert via your ad, you know? Yeah. Honestly, to me, the two most important things are having great creative and then also being really specific in your targeting. Obviously, it helps whoever you're working with if the the product is good because I have worked with some people where, like, the product just isn't amazing. Or beyond that, like, it doesn't fit enough into a niche because you're so limited in targeting. Like, let's say if you are working with a country music artist and they – I don't really have a lot of success so far in country music. Well, you're going to have to target just pop country artists, right? Right. And so it's like you're targeting these huge people. And if the sound just isn't quite right compared to what they're used to hearing in country music or pop country, then people aren't really going to want to listen to it as much. Not like some people will, but it won't be a good return on your ads and stuff. So, But honestly, the two things to me, if the product is good, uh, it's all about the creative mm-hmm. and then also the targeting. I don't think the caption is like as, I don't Vital. think it matters as much. So no. you said a few interesting things there. One, you know, you talked about when it's the struggle of a smaller, you know, artist. And I know that you and I have had a lot of discussions about if we don't have that person's engaged audience, or at least we could interest-based target that individual artist, right. are people going to fork over money for an artist that they you know, I like other country bands. So, you know, it's like, that's kind of a tough ask. Right. Um, And I think maybe if, again, if the product is amazing Mm -hmm. and then also if you can put something out there creative wise specifically, that's just so much different than what someone else is doing. Yeah. But it doesn't always work. Sometimes it's, sometimes I do, I don't recommend spending ads if, Mm -hmm. even if you have a major budget, like I'm just like, I don't, Sometimes I don't see the value in it if you're a smaller artist, but definitely if you're a bigger artist, like I see the value in it for sure. Because you can target so many different people that way and whatnot. Right. And especially when we're talking about tours, that's like, I feel right on the money. I mean, like if you're a smaller audience, there could be like, hey, push some awareness ads to like have people discover you. Right. But more. Or page following, but like. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm learning right now with an Mm -hmm. artist is it's like, why don't you focus more of your budget? And we actually are focus more of our budget on creating awareness of the mm-hmm. post or of which we can get into later with like boosted posts and stuff. Yeah. But in this specific situation, it kind of makes sense, like cr- creating more engagement for a post or for their page versus, hey, let me just sell tickets to you. Because right. no one's going to buy if they've never heard of you. Before. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, you haven't heard of me but come though. Yeah, come buy to my, my show. Yeah. Buy, buy my twenty dollars ticket. And even like there have been moments where, you know, if they're if they are opening for a larger, it's like yes. all right, maybe just to get them discovered, you target that larger band. Right. right. You know, and then has has that really worked for you? Because I don't know if I've mostly only done headliner stuff now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I mean I've done it a few times. Yeah. And I've I've been like, you know, it's I ha- I kind of had no choice because, yeah. you know, sometimes with that small of an artist, it's like have to. You kind of have, you don't, you can't, I, I, I'm not going to in good conscience spend a lot of money on people who've never heard of someone right. just hoping so that they like want to go see a rando. Cause I've never done that. I've yeah, never same. bought tickets for a band that I didn't already no. like. 
Unless so, my friend was like, hey. Come with me. Come I, with me. Yeah, I, I have need a someone free to come ticket. With me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, a free but, ticket. Yeah. But then I was like, all right, so if they go to the headliner and you know the headliner is usually the same genre or world right. as the opener, then more discovery for that person would be the most benefit. Um, yes. But yeah, it's, and I never like target the ads around the headliner. I'll still target around the opener, but that makes sense. target people yeah. who are interested in the headliner. So it's like... As well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes but sense. But not like in the ad creative be like, it's the headliner. I'd be like, it's oh, the oh, opener. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But also Which touring I- with the headliner. You know, people would be like, oh, okay. Right. If we're using like, I love the band Camino. The, yes. The, yes, 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 yes. Um, but if they had a small opener and an ad said touring with the band Camino yep. or opening with the band Camino or something, I'd be like, oh... I want to see cool. them. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I want to see the band Camino. Yeah, you have, so. like, a larger pot to pull from if right. you start kind of targeting all the people on the tour. Right, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. So, you talked about um, some beneficial things being creative and targeting. Yeah. Is there kind of, have you found, like, if we're using, the, you know, a lot of our examples have been um, the music industry so just kind of going along that example have you found like an it factor when you are advertising you know a tour you know with creative and targeting what has kind of been your go-to strategy well honestly like this sounds simple but not a lot of people do it I've learned because they don't want to take the time to do it is just and you you guys do this too Mm -hmm. is um, having localized assets. Like I can't stress that enough yeah. because if you're so targeted in your messaging, whether it be with your creative and then also in this case, in this case with your caption, people are like, Oh my God, you're speaking to me. Yeah. So you have to be so specific. And mm-hmm. that's like, that is the one thing where I've really found it's so beneficial is just for your asset to be, you know, here's the show day, here's the, the city, mm-hmm. And then also, I, I think what I do all the time is my caption leads off with, like, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, mar- hey market yeah, kind of exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. then it's like you're speaking to me. Yeah. Well, and I think that's so true because, you know, there was even um, – we were A-B testing a lot of mm-hmm. um, ads. And one of our ads that we were testing didn't lead off with the market. Okay. It was whatever. And, um, and I think that particular creative was a video, but it didn't have – it wasn't – like every uh, market had its own specific video with the market in it. So like, so it had all the shows on so it. So it had all the shows on yeah, it yeah. or none of the shows. And it was just, just you know, we're so excited for this video. tour, like an yeah. announcement tour. And that one ad that didn't have the market like leading off, mm-hmm. we had a lot of comments that were like, where are they playing? Like, I want to, I want to go to this, but like, where is it? Right. Where is the show? Right. And then we were like, okay, like even putting venues in there is super important. And yes, then, you know, yes. and so people well, are like, oh. Because you don't want to cause confusion because yeah. the minute you cause confusion, you piss people off. Yeah. And then they're not willing to like go and support you. Yeah, exactly. And then, so like, if you're like, hey, Kansas City, we're playing at the Sprint Center. Yes. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I love the Sprint right, Center, right, you know? Right. And yes. Um, that's huge. Um, so I love that. And I think that's specific is so important. Yeah. Advertising. Yep. Target. Cause yeah, if you're, if you're going to be specific in the targeting, why not in the creative and the copy and don't you love the hassle it is to chase down market specific creative. (laughs) You just have to make it. I mean, it's like at that point. You know that from me too well because I have requested that. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I'm sure I don't create any of the assets, so lucky for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like there are, there are oftentimes where I don't, but yeah. then I'm just like, can I have the Photoshop document? Because right. I'm just I just do it I need really them. Quick. Yeah, yeah, I need them. Um, but even that, it's it's a process, but it worth is. it. But it's it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of this podcast is centered on you know educating those who are wanting to learn more about marketing. Um, ways they can tackle it themselves or starting a business, you know, or like managing social media. Um, so what would you say is the difference between, I know a lot of people come to us and are like, Hey, should I just boost this? Right. Um, what would your words of caution or encouragement be for like that difference between this marketing converts or like, I'm going to throw money at a post and boost it and just hope. You know, just hope. Yeah, pray, hope something pray happens. And spray, I think, yeah, is what, yeah. something I've always heard people spray say. Pray and spray. That's what boosting <laughs> is. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the difference between yeah. that boosting and like a strategized campaign. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I first started out in advertising, I didn't really understand like why there was a big difference. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't really see it. Uh, it seems like it's going to be the same like thing, basically. You just can't get super targeted in your, um, ads like you I think you can really only target like like location gender age yes and something else you can't create the specific ad sets you can only create one ad set within the boosted post which I guess you could go back into the dark ads manager Mm -hmm. and then like duplicate them and stuff but it's just I don't know I think so but I think I've even gone in and tried to like edit it and it's like a lot of it's restricted when you do it Yes, it is. Actually, yeah. now that you say it. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. And then I don't know if this is still true because, as you know, Facebook changes all the time. Yeah. But I know at yeah. one point, like, if you did boost posts, then uh, it actually impacted your organic reach as well. Yeah. So, and I that was different than dark ads at the time because it was considered a post on your public page, mm-hmm. whereas a dark ad was separate. Yeah. So. More private. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I've... It was like when I first started in advertising, that was when the discussion was real big of like, do not boost, create a post yep. from the back end and do it that way. Yep. And I was like, Which is okay. more tedious, but it's it is. So it's not as convenient it. as just like going on your page and like right. clicking the big clicking, blue button. Yep. yep. Um, and I, I know that I have friends that I, I won't call out by name, but <laughs> they were like, oh man, I got to put 400 bucks into this, right. like 400 bucks into this post boost on my page right? and it's just it's that's a prey and spray yep. that's expensive it is yes and I would tell him I was like oh you're like like let me help you, you on the back end I'll do right. anything right. but don't do that oh yes yeah so so we have a lot of funny frustrations funny conversations back and yeah, forth of like are you having to deal with this on Facebook yes. and you're like no because I shut my computer yeah um <laughs> no because I stopped after that yeah be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, because uh, I quit. Um, yes. So what is one of the biggest roadblocks you've faced as an advertiser, which I know is very vague, but like. I think I know. can come up with a good answer yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it really is the changes in advertising in in all the platforms. Yeah. Yep. Because, for example, with Facebook, you used to be able to get so targeted. So when I first started working with For King and Country, we actually did this like really viral advertising campaign where 
okay, you can still target Facebook admins on a page. Mm -hmm. So our messaging was super targeted. It was, are you a Facebook admin? If so, share this post. Well, back in the day though, you could actually, you could like pull in the posts that you wanted to share like embed it. I think that was, I think that's what it was. You could yeah. embed it. So it was so easy for the people to share the post, like the, oh, the public posts on right. their page. And then they took that away. That, that was, I feel like that was only around for like a year or two, like yeah. that you could do that. Um, and obviously you've probably had this experience too. Like now uh, you can still get a ton of shares on a post mm-hmm. doing a Facebook advertising campaign, but you yeah. can't get a lot of comments. Yeah. You can get likes and shares, but you can't get comments. Back in the day, you could get comments. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if that's necessarily something with like how they change the engagement or something, yeah. but I know a lot of people like to see comments and I'm one too, because I'm yeah. like, that looks more like a real fan to me than someone who's just liking it. Right. So that was a big change. Uh, obviously, they've gotten rid of a lot of targeting options. Everything is just getting, which... I appreciate as a person because I don't like people having my data. Yeah. But as a marketer, I hate. It's the worst. Because all yeah. I want is people's data. No yeah. offense. Yeah. Like, sorry, I want to know you and yeah. I want all your information. Right. Because the more targeted you can get, like, the better your ads are going to convert. Yeah. And I think we've had interesting discussions about the new iOS updates with, like, yeah. we're currently more and more restricting you know, data so that, which is great, you know, Um, but also like my boss and I were talking about, is that fully honest? Like, cause what we're doing is opting out of, you know, you can opt out of Facebook tracking your data, which that's, you know, already throwing conversion metrics out the window in a lot of ways. So now you're like, I'm kind of blind on a lot of people. Um, But it's like, you're opting out of Facebook tracking. To my knowledge, it seems like Apple is still tracking. I would think so, yeah. Which our guess was that Apple would then soon be releasing their own own advertising platform and be like, we still have all your data. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But it's like they're kind of playing it up like we're we're your friend that's like helping your privacy. And it's like, I don't know if you are. (laughs) I'm hoping that you're collecting some stuff for me. I don't I don't know. I mean, I do think though. Like, it seems like a lot of people have been sued and stuff. So I do yeah, feel like maybe they are actually protecting us. But yeah, I also maybe. wouldn't be surprised if they come at, came out with something on their own at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a good point. And when it first started, like, when they first really started getting into tracking, mm-hmm. I was thankful because I was like, I don't want advertisements for dresses on, right. you know, like right. Amazon. Like So I, I said, if I can have a personalized experience, I'd rather ads that relate to me than... Right. And I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But you're like you said, like too much. And it's I don't want you to be able to use that data in other ways. Right. I've always made jokes. You know, there's that that like rumor of if you say something, you have devices that listen and then you'll start seeing advertisements yes, for yes, that thing. Yes. I'm like, as an advertiser, how do we tap into that? I know. I mean, I know. And I actually kind of believe that there is something because I think that so. has happened to me before I mean, multiple <laughs> times. And I'm like, this is just not a coincidence. There's no <laughs> way. There was one dinner with my family. We talked about Mazda cars. Yeah. And hot tubs. And I got advertisements for Mazda cars and hot tubs that night. And I was like, I've never gotten a hot tub advertisement in my life. Right. And we were like, there's something. I know. There's something. And I'm also like you. I'm like, I wouldn't mind if there was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we can tap in, great. Right. Right. You've talked about for King and Country. You'll get an ad now. Yes. Yes. Exactly. How cool would that be? (sighs) 
I wonder what that, also, how expensive uh, how that is to that convert those people. <laughs> I know. So, so you, you know, over the course of your advertising expertise, yeah. marketing career, um, you've learned a lot. We, we both have, you know, as we've had to get thrown into this, like you said, platforms change so much, which is, I like, I always feel, and we've talked about this recently. Like, I always feel like we're catching up. Yes, of, totally. Like, you know, you have to stay in the loop. Changing. Yep. Yeah. Um, so with that, you know, what would you, if you could go back in time to when you first got started in advertising, Yeah. you know, what would your advice be to yourself then? Honestly, I would think, I would genuinely think it's find someone who knows how to advertise before you start doing it because you will waste so much money otherwise. Mm -hmm. But if you find someone who knows what they're doing and they can teach you how to be really specific, um, how to even just like create or create assets and creative that actually connects with people. I just think that's so important. And yeah, so I, I honestly think my simple answer would just be I would go back and, and I, I guess I kind of did this in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I would try to find as many people as possible who already know how to advertise to teach me the ways because mm-hmm. I did start out just doing like, you know, the boosted posts and that kind of stuff yeah. and it wastes money. Yeah. So no, that's really good. And, and this is the most shameless plug I will give today, but, Wanda. you know, really our Wander Creative, um, digital marketing class. Yeah. Um, it's the digital ads 101 and it, it was what the intro of this podcast was. And it is helpful to be able to like, I will kind of walk through targeting, walk through audience building and, and advertising. And, um, I'm so sharing a tutorial. It is. Yeah, and like, there are different incredible. lessons. There's a workbook that comes with it. Yeah. I share my screen the whole time. So you're watching me walk through. So that's something for those who are listening. If you guys are like, I would like that hands-on experience. And then beyond that, we even have um, one-on-one coaching, which we can set up. And it's like, hey, we will live with you walk through everything. So, um, yeah, for those who are listening, because I would say the same thing. It would be like, you know, I feel like whenever you get into advertising, you're kind of being thrown to the wolves a bit. You You know, it's like spend this money. It's it's a new, well, it's a new technology to you. Right. And so new technology for me, like I'm not someone who can go into Photoshop and just figure things out. Like I need someone to teach me. And I think I've met a lot of people who are the same with advertising. They're like, I need people to actually teach me what to do. Yep. Well, and I know that like our friendship even just helps me as an advertiser, like to be able to bounce off stuff. And and even like your, your Photoshop example, the nice thing, that's still free. So like, even if you were that type of person, do it. It's like this one, it's like you have to spend money to to get better and to practice. And so that's, yeah, that can be stressful. Yes. Um, so, but yeah, I, I would recommend doing your coaching then because like I said, that was the thing that helped me the most was it was also, it wasn't just someone who was showing me the platform. It was Mm -hmm. someone who was helping me to understand marketing because that was my first real marketing job. And like, I didn't really understand how do you target or why do you target this person for this product? Like I didn't really get that at the time. So if you can go find a coach to literally show you, help you understand marketing, but also show you the platform, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And I think even beyond that, what you said is really true that 
you know, it's like, hey, not only like, why are you targeting these people, but why are you targeting these these people for my kind of product? Yes. For my genre of music yep. or for whatever. And like, what's, because everyone's, whether it's products, music, like yep. skills, um, they're so unique that they need a tailored, you know, marketing approach. Yep. Um, and so that's, that's the digital ads 101 class is the best for, um, here's the basics of advertising online and how to do it either Google or Facebook and Instagram. Um, but then the one-on-one coaching coaching is like, Hey, we tailor it to what you do. Um, so yeah, yeah, so that's, that's helpful. Um, well, Kira, it's been real. It's too fast. I wish this was a three hour long (laughs) podcast. Uh, the listeners probably don't about our frustrations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're like cut. And then you and I, you and I keep this going. Um, no, our frustrations are mostly with the platforms. Yes, absolutely. And they're brutal. Keep changing them up on us. Um, thank you so much for coming on for those who, uh, have listened to previous episodes. They know that we end this with a digital marketing quick tip. We have the honor and the privilege of having Kira lead our digital marketing quick. I'm really setting it up for you. And I'm really laughing. Uh, yeah, so it's like, good. Oh God. Yeah. So, um, so she will be leading our digital marketing quick tip for uh, this week. Um, yeah. And just, uh, we appreciate everyone who's listened and, uh, this is the want to create a podcast. Thanks for listening and yeah. having me on, by the way. Been real, dude. Yeah, anytime we real. can share some coffee drinks and anytime I can come to this office, too, yeah. I'm like, I love it here. I'll, yeah. I'll come. Yeah, yeah. For real. That's I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like work from home. Or work from this cool office, I think, Dorn. Yes. Um, Awesome. Well, here's the digital marketing quick tip. What what do you got for us? It's not going to be super articulate or clean or crisp. Go for it. But let's go for this. So I would, I feel like I'm just reiterating the same point, honestly, but I can't stress it enough. Really find creative that connects with your target audience. Um, And within that, I would definitely say try to, remember like the emotion of the person who's going to go to your event like get them excited with your creative or if it's something more emotional or inspirational like make them feel that in your creative and then uh really get targeted in your audiences when you're targeting them realize that's like a paragraph instead of a one no that was good that was really it's practical okay have strong creative that resonates with the people you're targeting yep love it Love it. Thanks so much, Kira. Thanks for everyone listening. Tune back in next week for another episode of the Wander Creative Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wander Creative Podcast. We hope that today's episode inspired and equipped you to take on the ever-changing digital marketing landscape. If you missed anything from today's episode, don't worry. We took all of the notes for you. Access this episode's show notes at wandercreative.com slash podcast. And could you also do us a favor? Let us know that you loved this episode by following the Wanda Creative Podcast and leaving a positive review on whatever platform you consume podcasts. We'll catch you next time on the Wanda Creative Podcast. And until then, we hope that you make the most out of all that the digital world has to offer you.